This episode of the podcast was taken from my YouTube channel, Rotunes Reviews, which has a lot of great LP unboxing videos, in-car album and book reviews, and also has the Brewtuned and the Wall of Soundtrack podcast as well. If you'd like to stay up to date with the latest content, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Rotunes Reviews. Hope you enjoy. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Orange Line Condo. If you're in the market for a condo in the DC metro area, you have to go with Orange Line Condo. Realtor Sean Battle has over 15 years of selling properties and is licensed in both the DC and Virginia area with Century 21 Redwood Realty. Sean has also been a top producer with the National Association of Realtors annually since 2005 and has been awarded yearly Century 21's Top Agent Awards for sales and quality service. Sean is also not only a good friend of mine, but he is a great guy and a realtor that is in your corner. If you are in the market for real estate, don't hesitate. Call Sean Battle now and get your dream home. For more information and to schedule an initial consultation, visit www.orangelinecondo.com or call 703-999-8108. That's 703-999-8108. Hey guys, before the interview, just a quick announcement. I have released a new episode of the Wall of Soundtrack podcast where Cy and I analyze and dissect the music and soundtrack behind Oliver Stone's epic football drama, Any Given Sunday. So if you're a fan of music, football, and film, be sure to check this episode out. Also, I will be releasing a new episode of the Brewtune podcast where I pair 311 with their signature beer, the Rock Brothers 311 Amber Ale. So be on the lookout for that episode and on to the interview we go. My guest for this interview is J.R. Hayes. J.R. is the lead singer and vocalist for the grindcore band Pig Destroyer. The band has released six full-length studio albums, including the following. Explosions in Ward 6, 1998. Prowler in the Yard, 2001. Terrifier, 2004, Phantom Limb, 2007, Bookburner, 2012, and their latest album, Head Cage, in 2018. The band has also released four EPs, their demo in 1997, 7-inch picture disc in 2000, Natasha in 2008, and Mass and Volume in 2013. They also have two compilation albums, 38 Counts of Battery in 2000, and then Painter of Dead Girls in 2004. The band members are also fans of craft beer, doing a collaboration with Indiana-based brewery Three Floyds Brewing. They released two beers, The Permanent Funeral, which is a double IPA and named after their song on the Bookburner album, and then they did the Army of Hops, a milk IPA, which is a spinoff of their song Army of Cops on their Headcage album. For more information on Pig Destroyer music, merch, and tour dates, visit their website at www.pigdestroyer.bandcamp.com, and you can also find their music on iTunes and Spotify as well. Here's my interview with J.R. Hayes from Pig Destroyer. JR, thanks for taking the time to chat. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. So uh, what's the latest and greatest with Pig Destroyer? Oh, let's see. Um, right now, we just, we're just we just got some downtime. You know, uh, we, we had a, a bunch of, you know, we're not a band that plays out a lot, you know. Uh, so after we put out Head Cage, you know, we spent, uh, you know, the, the later part of last year, like, doing a lot of shows for us, <laughs> you know? So, uh, right now we've just got a few months break and, uh, 
uh, the other guys, you know, uh, Adam's doing some misery index stuff and, uh, you know, we're just chilling. Cool. Cool. So, uh, oh, you know, you released head cage that was released on September of 2018. How has the album been received over the past year by your fans? Uh, I mean, I think it's been kind of polarizing, uh, which I don't know, is kind of, kind of, kind of good in a way, but then, cause it, you know, it means that people are talking about it and that, you know, it's not the same stuff that we've put out before and uh people either seem to really like it or really not like it <laughs> gotcha, gotcha so uh you know but that but that's cool so can you tell me a little bit about how this album was produced like the process yeah it, it was a little different than uh we've done in the past you know uh we've always been a very self-contained band uh from the very beginning uh you know scott's basically always recorded us with a couple of exceptions and he usually does all the production and the mastering and the mixing and all that stuff. Okay, so you guys kind of like uh, record separately and then bring him the tracks and you guys lay it down. Like no, that. no, he he used, he used to record all the tracks. Okay. Like uh, Scott would Scott would literally you know basically take care of the whole production side of the record. But uh, for this record, uh, he wanted to just kind of concentrate on writing the music and uh, just making the songs as good as he could and. Uh, and then he recorded, uh, you know, the, the sounds, but then we gave it to another uh, person to mix. Uh, we, we, we went to uh, Will, Will Putney. Okay. Uh, he's done, like, some body count records and, like, you know, uh, I think he did Acacia Strain. He's, he's, he's done a bunch of different bands. And uh, he, uh, we sent it to him to mix. And then uh, I can't remember who did the mastering. Some, maybe, maybe it was Scott. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of a big deal for us to turn over the record for somebody else to mix, you know, because we, we'd never done that before. So we're really happy with the results. So, so that's good. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so the album, you know, I was reading the album head cages, it's named after a medieval, medieval torture device. And, um, does, was the name of the album a reflection at all on the process of making the record or was it just a theme of the, the songs? Uh, yeah, I just thought it was a good, uh, just a good kind of overarching theme for, you know, not just this record, but even some of the things that I've written in the past, you know, just uh, mental struggles and just kind of being trapped in your own, you know, shitty existence kind of thing. Um, to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about the the torture device when I, when I came up with it, but, um, but hey, you know, I'll take it. It's a torture device. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so there's so many great songs on this record. There's one song title that did stand out to me. It was The Adventures of Jason and JR. Can you tell me a little bit about the genesis of that song and, and what it, it, it means and it's about? Uh, yeah, it was kind of like... Uh, I've been wanting to have Jason uh, sing on the record for, for a while. Uh, and, you know, finally we were able to to, to get him uh, in, in to do something and just all the lyrics that I had uh, that I had ready just really didn't seem to fit uh, his personality or, or kind of bring the vibe that I, that I wanted. Uh, so I just decided to try to write something that was a little more in line with uh, maybe a band that he's in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or basically like try my, uh, it was like me writing an agoraphobic nosebleed lyric or something, you know, like, uh, just trying to to do something, uh, 
you know, because the whole rest of the record is just all about like how the world sucks and the, my brain sucks and, you know, everything sucks. So, uh, you know, I just kinda wanted to do something to kind of lighten the mood a little bit, you know, so I, I, I think I came up with the title first. And then it was sort of like from there, like being like, okay, well, what, what, if I was hanging out with Jason, what would our adventures be kind of thing? And I did it just, and then it just all kind of started to fall into place. I, I don't know where the ideas came from, but they, they, they all came pretty fast. Yeah. There's mention of, uh, in the lyrics like Dick Cheney and then, and Chevy Chase. I thought it was kind of cool. There's just, uh, lots of, lots of cool, uh, lyrics and references there. Yeah. I, I, I get a kick out of the fact that a lot of people probably think I'm talking about the actor Chevy Chase, which makes the line 10 times funnier. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's actually a, a neighbor, like a, like a DC suburb. So may, maybe people will Google it and figure it out. I don't know. So, so the band's done two craft beer releases with three Floyd's brewery, which is an Indiana based brewery. Um, the permanent funeral and the army of hops can you kind of tell me a little bit about how that collaboration came together and kind of why you went with three Floyds? Well, I think, um, you know, as far as like the craft beer thing, I think the, the link for most bands is probably Dave Whitty from municipal waste. Uh, he's kind of been on the craft beer tip for, you know, about as long as I can remember. He was like one of the first guys that, that I hung out with who really was into it. And uh, he developed a friendship with three, three Floyds. And, you know, I think they did a beer with The Waste. You know, they did a beer with, like, High on Fire and a couple other bands. Um, and then we just kind of, uh, you know, met met them. And, you know, uh, we, we're, we're big fans of their beer. And they're big fans of the band. And it just kind of all seemed to work out. And then, the, you know, the, the bonus is that they make really awesome beer. So, it you know, just a, a great, you know. Nice, nice. So the band's been together for almost 22 years now. What what keeps the band driving on to produce, you know, keep producing music? Oh, uh, well, I, I think that just, you know, for one thing, Scott's just a really driven guy, you know, and uh, he's never the sort of person who rests on his laurels, you know. Uh, once we're just a band where, like, once, you know, uh, once we make a record, we kind of forget about it, <laughs> you know, and uh, and then we sort of turn our attention to what the next record's going to be, you know. And uh, I don't think we've started turning our attention to the next record yet. But uh, we've just always kind of been a band that just like tries to move forward, you know, and just and tries to progress. And like, you know, uh, we just want to make the next record better than the thing that we did before, you know, so um I think especially nowadays, there's like a temptation to kind of, you know, remix a bunch of stuff or like spend a bunch of time on something that you've done. But I've, I've, I've never really been that type of person. You know, I just, I just want to do the new thing. You know, that's what, that's what art's all about is the creation process to me. Right. Um, you know, so once something's created, then I just, I, then that's out of my system and then I can make room for, for some new ideas and try to accomplish something new, you know. So recently I saw that the, your song, The Bug, off of Bookburner album was on CBS's MacGyver. It was actually a scene where MacGyver and his, um, and his partner are being tortured. And then the, uh, the song comes on and they cover their ears. What was your initial reaction when you saw that? 
Oh, I thought it was great. Um, probably exactly how I would have used it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I thought it was clever. I mean, I, 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 it was just a really short sample. I mean, they could have used uh, any other heavy band pretty much, or they could have just banged some pots and pans together for a few seconds and, and done it for free. But, uh, you know, I'm glad they picked us. It was, you know, it's a fun thing. Yeah, I, when I saw it, I, I kind of laughed too because, I mean, I was like, even MacGyver, you know, he can he can fix all these different things, but he wasn't ready for the for the wrath of Pig Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no solution for that. <laughs> so the band was formed in Alexandria, Virginia, which is pretty close to D.C., um, were you at, were you and or any any you know any of the band members influenced uh, by any of the, the you know DC hardcore punk like hard rock scene? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, well not just that, but I mean I'm just influenced by a lot of like DC artists in general, like uh, a lot of great bands and musicians here. But but they also you know the hardcore punk scene is is maybe one of the most unique hardcore punk scenes you know in, in in the whole you know country um i mean obviously boston has a great scene in la and you know all that but you know uh dc just kind of had its own its own vibe you know um and and some of it was you know uh, uh like for me especially is the band void uh is, is my favorite dc or i guess they're technically from columbia maryland but um, you know, as far as like local hardcore bands, that was definitely my, my biggest influence and minor threat. You can't not be influenced by minor threat. If you, if you play hardcore punk, then you're influenced by minor threat, you know, either directly or indirectly, you know, whether you, whether you like it or not. Right. Right. It's sort of like, it's sort of like the, uh, it's like, it's like, even if you don't like the Beatles, if you play in a rock band, then you're influenced by the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like there's no, <laughs> there's no really escaping it, you know? Yeah. So what's in the future for, for Pig Destroyer? Are you guys kind of starting to, to write new music or just going to play new sh- new shows or? Well, we got to, um, uh, I think in, De- you know, November, December, we, we finalized, uh, two new tracks. Um, one of which will be a uh, flexi disc or a flexi in uh decibel magazine. Uh, I'm not sure when that comes out, but sometime soon. And uh, do we also did another song that's going to be on adult swim, uh, for a, for a project that, that, that they do. We did the octagonal stairway a few years ago. That was for the same adult swim series. So, uh, so it's cool to work with them again. Um, so we got those two things coming out and, uh, I think the next thing for Scott is probably going to be uh, doing some agoraphobic nosebleed stuff. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens with that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Jared, thanks so much for taking the time to to chat. I really appreciate it. And I wish you and the rest of the band uh, the best on your future endeavors. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for the interview. All right. Take care. Cheers. Bye. This podcast is available on my YouTube channel, Rotunes Reviews. It's also available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other major podcast distributors as well. So if you don't mind, please leave me some feedback. I'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter. My Twitter handle is at RotunesRevs. I'm on Instagram, and I'm also on the Untapped app. My username is Brutuned. This is Andrew signing off. Cheers.